Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. If you're familiar with the Bible, chances are you're familiar with what Scripture calls the Great Deception. Have you ever wondered or thought to yourself just how great it might be? In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. elaborates on the scale of this deception and how it'll reach each and every nation. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 23rd, 2022. When I get up here, as is my privilege to every week, I got to make sure that it's accurate because I don't want to be sharing with you information that is not accurate. So, and, and one last thing, you should never just take my word for it. Oh, Pastor JD said, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Be a Berean, and he, actually let me say it this way, I was thinking about this this last week. Stop searching the internet daily. Daily. Start searching the Scriptures daily. Daily. Oh, see, this is what I love about you. Yes! Yes! I, I, I have to confess that I'm speaking for myself. Here I am searching, oh, uh, mm, page 94, no. Uh, uh. Let me try this, you know, advanced search. And I'm so frustrated. It's like the Holy Spirit going, hello? <laughs> what? What are you doing? I'm searching for the prophecy update. Stop. Stop searching the internet. Start searching the scriptures. So here's the thing. I already said one last thing. I can't say one more last thing yet. I will at the end, of course. But it is so confusing. And truth be made known, nobody really knows. And when you don't know, what do you do? You go to the one who does know. Here's what I do know. God said that it would be exactly like this at the time of the end. God said, I can know this. Forget that expert. Forget this expert over here. I have the expert of experts. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the great physician, by the way, if you want credentials, <laughs> right here. And he's foretold me, not just told me, foretold me, before I come to take you out of this world, there's going to be a deception 
the likes of which has never been seen before in the history of the world. This deception will be such that every nation on earth will be deceived by it. And we're even told what it is. What are they going to be deceived by? Every nation. So I'm sitting in my office. I did not mean to go this far. Don't look at your watches. We got a ways to go. I'll be brief. (laughs) Famous last words. Um, I'm sitting in my office. I got the news feeds. And anyway, I'm watching. Okay, Iran, they're, they're wearing masks. China, they're wearing masks. You know the one that gets me? North Korea. North Korea. They're wearing masks. I'm like, wait, what? How is it possible that every nation on earth is doing the same exact thing? <laughs> Revelation 18.23. I told you. That, that is this. This is that. That's why. (laughs) All right, come quickly, Lord Jesus. All the nations on earth deceived by this pharmaceutical, pharma deception. It's the injection deception. Let me say that again. It's the injection deception. Deception. I call it an injection because that's what it is. I quit calling it a jab. When you go back and watch some of the previous updates, forgive me in advance, because I used to refer to it as the jab. But that sounds so, oh, it's just a jab. No, it's an injection. It's an injection. Okay, I feel better now. I hope you do too. Probably not. But let's get started here. I want to, again, just three of the numerous and voluminous lies. Lie number one, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Okay, you've heard that one? That's the narrative, the narrative. A pandemic of the unvaccinated. (gasps) You've not been vaccinated. Okay, I'm not going to go there. This is wrong on every level. This is a lie on every level. Number one, here's the truth. This is not even a pandemic. You know what this is? It's a genocide. Don't take my word for it. You search the scriptures. We've talked about this in prior updates before. I'll I'll mention one here in a moment. This is not a pandemic. This is a genocide. And this is not a vaccine. Again, it's an injection, but here's the thing. It's an injection with life-threatening and life-altering poisons. That's what this is. It's not a vaccine. And it's not a pandemic. It's a genocide. We have links for all of these updates that I'm going to refer you to, but on February 7th of last year, we did an update titled The Ten Stages of Genocide. And I have to tell you that it was one of the most chilling updates I've ever done. And I've done a few (laughs) over the years. This was so chilling, but it's so true. You look at every single one of those stages, 
all 10 of them, and you can take them as a template and superimpose them on the deception, this genocide that's happening right now, and it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit, all 10 of those stages. As for the so-called vaccine not being a vaccine, we've actually done numerous updates prior on this, but I'll refer you to decision time. There were actually two decision time updates, the first of which was on January 10th of last year, a year ago this month. We dealt very specifically with this, and the second one, decision time two, we go into great detail and answer the most often asked questions about this injection, chief of which was about how this injection, I want you to listen to me, and please don't misunderstand me when I say this, it's very important. This is the number one question we get. Is this the mark of the beast? Answer, not yet. No, not yet. But, listen, it will become the mark of the beast. This? Yeah. Think about it. Right now, here in Hawaii, I cannot go into a store unless I have an M-A-S-K. It's a preconditioning, a pre-programming, a precursor to not the M-A-S-K, but one letter away, the M-A-R-K. Did you get that? I know it's early. How do you know, and why do you believe that this will, yet future, yet future, become the mark of the beast? Well, again, in prior updates, we go in depth into the technology of what's known as quantum dot tattoos, which are a stamp patch that has palisades, and you go into Revelation 13, and you look at the original language of the Greek New Testament for what the word mark means, and we go into all of this, and it is a palisade stamp tattoo-like mark that you will use. So right now, okay, might as well, just real quick, don't look at your watches again. Okay, right now, I'm checking my text messages, just a second. You do this too. No, this is important. Okay, wait. Okay, it's from my wife, so this is really important. No, this is on us, right? And in some uh, places now, you have to have your vaccine status on this, on you, right? In order to do anything, buy, sell, anything. Well, they're going to take this that's on you, and they're going to put it in you. And it's already happening, and the technology is already here. And in fact, the technology is such that if you take it 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, we talked about this as well, 
You go that far into the future, the technology as rapidly and as swiftly as technology has advanced in just the last 10 years, and it's exponentially more in the next 10 years, from the last 10 years, that's 20 years, you exceed the Bible prophecy technology that we have in Scripture. That's so advanced that it exceeds the technology that we have described in the Bible. Well, I want to keep moving because this second one is a very hard one. Hospitals are full with the unvaccinated. Again, you'll forgive me, wrong on every level. A lie at every turn. Here's the truth. The hospitals are not even full. And worse, the ones that are in the hospital, there are more injected people in the hospital than those who are not injected. I, I, they're lying to you. I stopped, uh, actually about a year and a half ago, I stopped watching, and I mean no disrespect for anyone that maybe is associated with the local news stations here. Uh, I know we have one brother that uh, works for one of the local news stations. But I stopped watching the local news about a year and a half ago. I, I can't, because it's just a lie because they have to lie because they're paid to lie. And so too are the hospitals paid as well. That's what I want to talk about here for just a moment. Those in the hospital are starved and then murdered under the banner of the hospital receiving tens and even hundreds of thousands of dollars. In recent weeks, there have been many documented reports of loved ones who were sedated, then ventilated, leading to their needless death. Okay, Pastor J.D., with all due respect, where's your documentation? Where's the link? Where's your source? Okay, you know what? You can find it. Here's one you can search for after you search the Scriptures. <laughs> search on the internet. And here's what you'll find. These life insurance companies, they are freaking out. You know why? Because the death rate is something like 40, 40% higher than it ever has been. And you know how life insurance works, right? 40%? I have a life insurance policy. Um, I'm hoping the rapture comes before, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, there is such a thing as life insurance companies going out of business and unable to pay out the life insurance uh, benefits. Have you ever heard about that? Well, you will be, because th this is unsustainable, all of the deaths. And we're not talking about elderly either. We're <laughs> Have you seen some of the actual videos of these fit, top of their game, literally, athletes who have been injected, and they just drop dead? There they are on the court, on the field, and boom, down they go. 
I know we mentioned this, but might as well mention it again just real quick. You remember, this was really early on, there was a nurse that went on live television to receive the injection. And they they broadcasted, and she got up there, she had her mask on, she got the injection, and she got up to the microphone, to the podium, and started talking about it. And then all of a sudden, she says, yeah. She starts doing this, and she says, I, I don't, and she drops to the ground. They cut the feed. You ever wonder what happened to her? Oh, you won't hear about it. They buried it on page 195,312, I think it is, if it's there anymore at all. She died. Did you know that? She died. So what's happening here? Well, here's what's happening. The hospitals are making a lot of money to, just to test you. They pay them to test you. Positive test, admit you, put you on a ventilator, that's even more money. If they give you remdesivir, we'll talk about that more in a moment, that's more money. If they kill you, that's way more money. One has estimated that when it's all said and done, People walk into the hospital. They're actually walking into the hospital. They're driving themselves to the hospital. Next thing you know, they're on a ventilator. What? Why? Because that's how we get money. And so, oh, hey, can we just give them ivermectin? Nope. Can you give them some vitamin C or vitamin D? Nope. Can you at least give them some water? Nope. I'm not exaggerating. They deprive the patient of nutrients, much needed nutrients, and hydration, because they're in sedation and on ventilation. And if that patient dies, one has estimated that the hospital per patient will get upwards of a quarter of a million dollars per patient. That's a lot of money, right? That's why. That's what's happening. I made the statement a few months back that the most dangerous place to be or go is the hospital. And that is now more true today than it ever has been. Okay, wow, Pastor, thank you so much. What do I do though? Because I've got I know people that are really, really sick. What are you saying? That this isn't a real thing? Oh no, it's a real thing. What is it? We really don't know. And not only that, when it comes to the injection, which is, by the way, what this was created for, the injection was not created for this. This was created for the injection. This was planned decades ago, by the way. So, it's something. It's real. It's very real. I'm going to actually talk about this more in just a moment, but suffice it to say for now, there are really good resources that you can go to. I I never want to take the posture of giving any kind of medical guidance or legal guidance, only biblical guidance, but there are many resources that you can find online that have protocols preventative measures, things you can do, things I do, by the way. What are they? I'm not telling. (laughs) 
But I do these things, and they are all designed to keep you out of these, I'm sorry to say, death camps, because that's what the hospitals are now. Nobody can go in and see the patient. I've heard horror stories of family members sleeping in their cars in the parking lot for days, waiting to see their their loved one, who walked into the hospital, and they'll never get out of there alive. So this is a lie, and it's a big lie. May 30th of last year, in the update, What's the World Coming To?, I shared firsthand accounts from those who were either injected or knew someone who was injected. I wanted to know firsthand. And by the way, for anyone who would say, how do you know this about the hospitals? We know this firsthand. We're hearing this from people, people like you and me. In fact, at the conclusion of the update, I'm going to share one such testimony from a sister in Christ who made it out alive by the grace of God, from the hospital. (laughs) I have to say that some of the accounts that we shared in that update were just, I mean, heartbreaking. And these were first-hand accounts. This wasn't a, yeah, my friend's brother's cousin's dog's aunt knew someone who, no, this was my husband died three days after the injection. My daughter is in a wheelchair. She was physically fit, perfect health, 22 years old. She'll never walk again after the injection. First-hand accounts. That's how we know. And that's the truth. Back in September of last year, we did actually two updates, the first of which was titled, Restraining the Evil and Sustaining the Righteous. And the second one is titled, But God Testimonies, which we are doing presently and continually, at least for the foreseeable future until the Lord directs me otherwise. But both updates are personal accounts of how God, as only He can, brought good from the evil. Yes, you meant this for evil, and this is evil, but God meant it for good for the salvation of many this day. And that is exactly what God is doing. So many people, will, will, we will not know them until that trumpet sounds at the rapture. I think we're in for a pleasant surprise at how many people have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ because of this. And I praise God for it. Lie number three, lastly. You've heard this one, right? This will all end when everyone is vaccinated. And they say it just like that, too. (laughs) I'm sorry. Here's the truth. This will not end when everyone is injected by virtue of the seemingly endless booster shots, as they call them, which are believed by many to actually be kill shots. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? 
Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.